Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey. And Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Manu. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. We finally have my favorite music back in place. It's a little mischievous, a little fun, a lot more mischievous, which is kind of like me. Um, 
<laughs> it is Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. We're here to learn, to get better, because when you know better, you get better. Our quote of the day, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Ooh, Eleanor mm, Roosevelt, I ooh, love yeah. that. I used to have that posted all over my desk back back in the old days. Interesting. I love it. All right. All right. Pretty Guys, cool. today we are featuring community activist and Real Housewives star Dr. Wendy Osefo. Very excited to chat with her. She's a new cast member on the season's Real Housewives of Potomac. And we're going to chat with her today all about her impressive career and Mm. the juicy new season. In the meantime, thank you guys for joining us again. And uh, if you haven't already joined our Patreon, please do. We will make it very easy. Go to the link in my bio on Instagram or the link in the summary of this show. It's super easy. Join us. We're really doing a lot of cool stuff over there. Um, I know a lot of you are migrating over there, and I'm super excited to see that. It is ad-free. We can do a lot more, and we have a lot of big plans for it. Eventually, we're going to migrate completely Mm -hmm. over there. Um, Make sure you guys get the app, too. I know I have to jump in because I know it's a little bit confusing. Get the app. It makes it a whole lot better. Jeff and I are also going to make it less confusing. I know some of you are like, where's my ad-free? The audio's above. We're going to just make it, we're making it seamless so you guys are never confused again. Well, that all just confused me. Right? It's confusing. Everything you just said sounds confusing. I know. So I know some people have been like, what's happening on Patreon? I get it. What we was hear happening? you guys. So it says ad-free, right? Yeah. But then typically we read down. The ad-free audio is actually above where it says ad-free. So it's not where you see it. So why, pull- isn't the, why isn't it the only option? Because we put the YouTube video on there, too. Because Patreon is audio, but then we attach a private YouTube stream. So maybe so we they need to just to... not use the YouTube screen, stream in there. You guys tell us. Some of them like watching the video. Yeah. Okay. So, But we're going to make it easier. Get the app. Get the app. Join us. It's fun um, as heck. We can do a lot more there. And we're going to start doing some healings and all kinds of cool um events there which is super exciting and we're doing part two of our tony robbins business mastery class there which is so exciting because we got great feedback from you guys for our part one last week Mm -hmm. so we're going to follow it up this week with another one and i know you guys are going to love it and it is pretty game changing like i've said before it was a ten thousand dollar class that we took as a team and we are implementing everything and we're seeing results so we're going to share everything that we can with you that we have learned to kind of get you get you kind of uh, on the right track. And then if you want to continue your learning, you can take one of Tony's seminars. He has a new Unleash the Power Within coming up, Mm. which I think is September 19th. 17th. 17th. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get it wrong every time. (laughs) Um, If you haven't taken a seminar, these are so great right now because they're virtual. So it's super easy. Um, You can do it from the convenience of your home. All the ones I went to, I had to travel and get hotels and do all this stuff. And so it can be very pricey, but now it's, you know, very concentrated. You can do it on Zoom from wherever. Um, I would take the seminar sometimes at the end of the night. It was like 17 hours. Like, it's a long commitment. So at the end, I'd be like, Kels, I'm going to bed. I'm going to watch it from bed. (laughs) So so convenient. It's awesome. Yeah, we kind of moved locations. You know, when you're there, you're usually in a chair for 17 straight hours. So now it's like you start the day outside and then you move inside. Then you go to your room. So Uh, I highly recommend it. His seminars have changed my life. It's armed me with the tools to do better and be better. And um, it's it's really helpful. And especially right now, a lot of us um, have 
a little bit more leeway to find time for things like this. So I highly recommend it. Join Patreon if you haven't so you can be a part of that show and a part of these giveaways that we're doing. All of the guests that we're chatting with were um, asking if they'll share whether it's coaching sessions or healing sessions with you guys. So join us over there. And if you haven't subscribed here on YouTube, please do. It really does help us. It lets people know that this is a show worth watching Mm -hmm. and worth investing your time in, along with the reviews on Apple Podcasts. And I'm so grateful I keep seeing you guys um, populate that with really beautiful reviews. So thank you so much. We appreciate it. Um, Head on over there. Give us a little five-star review if you think we've earned it. And uh, we'll keep bringing you these amazing guests. And we have another one today. And uh, tomorrow, you're going to love Saw. We're very excited. Yes. Um, next week, we've got Gary V, who is a marketing genius slash guru slash he's going to help us here yeah. at Better Together, which we're very excited. So you might get to learn right alongside us for your business or your life. You might want to be, you know, an influencer. You might want to be marketing your business better or whatever. He is a genius So we're really excited about that. Meanwhile, uh, here stateside. Um, (laughs) I'm like looking at my nails and realizing I have not done my hair or nails since February. No hair color, no nails. And it's very freeing. I'm very excited that I haven't had to. I mean, I did go during that like brief span that the salons opened. In California. Yeah. It was like a two-week window, and Mm -hmm. I went in, and there was, what, three people in there? Four, three. Yeah. And it was great. It felt great. But I was like, I wasn't mad at the color. Honestly, it did feel good. And my hairdresser was like, dang, your hair's thick. I mean, yeah, if you can do it, you can do it. And like I keep telling you, Jeff, I keep telling her that her hair looks good this way. I'm like, I don't even see anything. (laughs) I, You know what? I care less, because who am I trying to really impress anymore? There's nothing like... (laughs) You know, there's no, it's not like I'm going on some big show and like you have to like look perfect or whatever. And everyone here loves you. We all love you. We thank you. Judgment free. I thank you. It's funny. Laura um, has a ton of grays. She just naturally. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. She has pretty gray hair. It's funny. Her first internship was at Saturday Night Live. And she says that's what gave her her gray roots because it was such a stressful (laughs) six months. But um, So she she has to say that again so she has to yeah exactly but she hasn't been no she's just been growing it out because i actually love her grays i think they're like really distinguished and 
kind of sexy, but like she doesn't like them. So it's been this funny thing where she's like, I have to get it colored even though I like them. Oh my God, I want to see a photo so bad. Let's... You're, you're like, she's a silver fox. Yeah, <laughs> we need to get one. I can't. I love yeah. Jeff. He's like, I kind of find it sexy. That's so cute. I love it. I always have. I like him. I don't want her to get him colored, but I think she probably will soon. <laughs> wow. No, Laura. Well, you know what? When you have like a young face and you go gray, it actually could be cool. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, think of Anderson Cooper when he went gray. Like he's good looking guy. He's young. Yeah. It has a different kind of effect. Yeah. Um, but I, I had like one strong white poking out and I was like, oh, yeah, we'll take the little plucker to that. Out. I don't even understand gray hairs. Why do they happen? Can someone tell me that? Yeah. Stress. Is it really stress? Wow. Mm-hmm. Saturday Night Live internship. Yeah, an SNL internship. You know, life, it happens. Uh, Jeff, I know um, before we get to our guests, we were going to chat about desserts, my favorite subject. (laughs) Tell me why we're talking about desserts today. I found a fun little article that had the most popular desserts by state. So I pulled Mm. some of our states and wanted to see if you guys agreed. Okay. Um, Some of them were kind of strange. Um, I know, Maria, you're from Boston, so I pulled Massachusetts, of course. Okay. And the most popular dessert was a tart tatin. A what? That's what I kind of thought how you might react. It's like an apple-based kind of creme brulee type of dessert based in France. I guess Massachusetts loves it. Okay, I've never heard of that before in my life. Interesting. Massachusetts loves clam chowder. Okay. That's not a dessert, Maria. We love... I was thinking of what's popular in in Massachusetts. Um, Lobster rolls. Lobster rolls. I mean, we've we're popular for so many things um baked beans i feel like sure but i've never ever in my life on a menu seen tart tart tartite tata tata whatever <laughs> tata i've jeff i've never in my life seen that dessert how could it be the popular one for our state where did you get this from i got it from yahoo so we'll have to talk to them about this um I, you know, Erica Nardini used to work for Yahoo, so maybe we have to Ooh, ask yeah. her about it. But yeah. Maria, what's your go-to dessert? I have to know. Apple crumb pie. Mm. Well, see, there you go. It's apple. Wait, but let me just tell you who makes the best pies in the world. Grandma Ruth's Pies on Instagram, okay? And when you order, let her know that I sent you because... You will never in your life, I don't care, it could be your mom, it could be your grandma, you will never ever in your life have a pie like this, ever in your life. It is insane. I ordered them for my birthday during quarantine, June 8th. I was very sad that weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need an apple crumb pie so bad. So I ordered them. And it was the most insane thing that's ever happened to my life. So she bakes them, they're her grandmother's recipe. And she bakes these pies in her kitchen and ships them to you. Now, her her shipping cross-country became a little bit of a thing because of COVID. Yeah. I don't know where she's at now. I know that I just saw on her Instagram she was in the Hamptons and she was taking orders. Mm. Um, but if you can figure out a way to get one of her pies, you will not be disappointed. It will change your life. It will change your life. So I think in New England... I think Boston cream pie, duh, I can't believe that wasn't on the list. That is like the dessert in Boston. And then definitely like apple pies and stuff like mm. that. Maybe a blueberry pie. Yeah. What's California? I'm curious. California's was lemon bars. Ew. What? I don't believe that. <laughs> Did you pull Seattle? Said. I'm curious on Seattle too. 
Uh, Seattle is black rice pudding. Come on. Ew. Come on. I've never had a lemon Jeff. bar and I've never had Me black either. rice pudding. Jeff. They actually nailed Ohio. They nailed Ohio. Well, I'm wondering if you guys have had dirt pudding. Dirt? No. Uh-huh. Well, actually, let me guess. Oreos? Yep. With something. With what? So it's fun. This is like a big Ohio thing. Do you Ohio know how to make thing. this? this like you you and Laura bake and stuff. So do you know how to make this dirt pudding? It's actually, it's very easy. It's just like <laughs> chocolate pudding and then um, crumble Oreos on top. And then what's fun is you can put gummy worms inside in a cup. So it looks like like little dirt with soil and gummy worms. Oh my but God, it's that is fun. hilarious. <laughs> okay, so I have um, like every... I always was trying to make like cool things for my dad because he's diabetic. Mm. And so um, I made him, um, I would get chocolate, sugar-free, fat-free chocolate pudding mm. from Jello, And then um, at the base, I would do like the sugar-free, fat-free Oreo cookies. And then I would mix layers. And then I would do the sugar-free, fat-free whipped cream. So it would like look so pretty. And I put them in like champagne glasses, not champagne glasses, Whoa. wine glasses. Um, Look at her. And then, um, and then I would crumble sugar-free Heath bar on top with some whipped cream. And holy shit, this dessert was so insane that every Thanksgiving or every Christmas, no one wanted any of the pies wow. or desserts. They wanted mine because it looked beautiful and it was sugar-free and fat-free and delicious. I didn't even know all of those things came in a sugar-free free and fat-free. Oh yeah, like, I don't you... know if that scares me more or well, once a year. Yeah, not gonna hurt you. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. So then my dad could partake, but yeah. then everybody else was like, I won't. So then I hilarious. ended up having to make trays of this stuff for people You're because like, I knew it was the popular item. Well, we want some. Mm. So Jeff's going to make us his dirt pudding. <laughs> yeah. I will. Absolutely. It's good. And, and Maria's going to make us her. I'll make, I'll make you guys some. I'll make you. I'm a good bartender, so. Yeah. <laughs> that's where my. Perfect. That's where I shine. Perfect. Although we have not been drinking I know. at all, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. We drank for a minute mm-hmm. and then and we ate a lot of chips and salsa and then our pants wouldn't fit. Right. So now we're taking a break. We're taking a break. <laughs> we're on a hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is good. Good for the gut and the mind, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. My gut is definitely feeling a lot better without all the spicy stuff. Yeah. Maria's on a spice kick, Jeff. Every day I was cooking. Well, because when I'm cooking, I, I use crushed red pepper, garlic powder, salt and pepper in everything I make. Well, I don't even think it was that so much as the then additional jalapeno, sriracha. Oh, pepperoncinis. Yeah. yeah, I was crazy. Yeah. So stomach is Greek food down. typically spicy? I usually don't flag Greek food as being like spicy. It's not, but we kind of spice it up because mm. my cool. dad and I love hot stuff. So. I love that. I uh, did make a homemade pad thai on Sunday night, and wow. um, it turned out very well, I will say. If anyone needs a good pad thai from scratch recipe, it was Ooh, fun. You should share that on the um, on YouTube. You should make a little video for us. Or share it for our Patreon. Yes. I made lima beans the other day. Yeah, so really I had been good. searching high and low for lima beans for like six weeks mm-hmm. here. I made them. Yeah, they're so easy to make. Mm-hmm. So you take the frozen lima beans, put them in a pan. A little olive oil, crushed red pepper, salt, pepper. Um, you can throw some garlic in there, chop up garlic, spinach. Do like a thing of frozen spinach. Throw that in there. Um, I did two fresh tomatoes. No, mm. three fresh tomatoes. Um, I did some leeks. You can do any kind of onions. And uh, then you kind of give it some water, like a good bit of water, and then just bake them. So... Made the lima beans, um, and yeah, you can speak to them. Yeah, I mean, I've never had lima beans in my life. 
in my life. Yeah. Delicious. And, you know, I tried Delicious. to film this for everybody's sake. Like, I've been trying. One day I decided, you know, I'm making all these yeah. really quick, delicious recipes. Now, if you don't have my cookbook already that my mom and I did together, Favorite Girl's Guide to Cooking, it's filled with short, quick, mm-hmm. easy recipes with just few ingredients. So you don't have to be suffering through, you know, buying a million different ingredients. And the one time we tried to film it everything went wrong and so um i haven't filmed anything since yeah. i'm definitely scarred but we'll have to try again we haven't yeah. really been eating together during the weeks because we work so late yeah we do have a pancake recipe yes. that we just popped up on youtube if you want to check it out just go so to my youtube good. um giada de Laurentiis was on the show a few months ago and we made her fluffy lemon buttermilk pancakes mm. And I kind of failed live, but this still tasted amazing. And so then I recreated the recipe for you guys on YouTube. And the the pancakes are like this thick. They're yeah. so freaking delicious. Um, and if you don't like lemon, just don't put the lemon zest in there. Ooh, you it's will so good. love them, especially maybe this weekend, Labor Day weekend. Yes. It's getting a little cooler out. You're going to want a little something like warm. Anyway, check that out. Check it out. Okay, now that we talked about food, desserts, all kinds huh. of yummy things, let's transition and uh, and stop that because <laughs> we're not going to get to eat any of that stuff. Um, okay, so Dr. Wendy Osefo, she is a Nigerian-American political commentator, public affairs expert, philanthropist, TV personality. She's a regular contributor to The Hill, an assistant professor at John Hopkins School of Education. Um, she is... Uh, quickly becoming a favorite on her inaugural season of The Real Housewives of Potomac. Potomac. And it's airing now, and she holds, of course, the distinction of being the first doctorate holder on the franchise. Let's welcome Dr. Wendy Osefo. How are you? I am so good. How are you? Good. So (laughs) glad to have you. Oh, thank you for having me. So I hear someone in the background. You do. I have a 13-month-old baby, and uh, it is time for lunch, and she does not want to eat unless mommy is feeding her. Oh, so that my. is what we're dealing with right now in the house. She is my little nugget. She is spoiled. So Aww. that is what it is. <laughs> How old are your other kids, Wendy? How old are your other kids? Oh, okay. So I have two older ones. I have a seven-year-old boy and a five-year-old. So the boys are like her bodyguards. And then, of Mm. course, daddy's around. So everyone just bends at her whim. Like she has everyone (laughs) in the palm of her hands. It's the most beautiful thing. I envy her. I want to be her. I want her life. That's so funny. (laughs) How many siblings did you grow up with? I grew up with my older sister and my younger brother. So I'm the middle child. Um, So I'm completely a middle child by definition like everything you hear of i am a middle child and my brother my younger brother came when i was 18 so i was like who is he and why is he here because you're taking my spot as the baby like what's going on um but now he is just like the light of my life so i completely enjoy him so my brother gets the same lifestyle that my baby daughter gets because he has his two big sisters and everyone just caters to him and my daughter gets the same thing that's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. How has COVID been for you as a mom? Uh, COVID? All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Has been pretty intense. Um, you know, I cannot speak on it without acknowledging the fact that it is just such a tragedy with all the families and the lives that are being affected. Um, so I, I keep that in mind when I am at home and I'm saying, oh, we just canceled the summer vacation. It's like those things are trivial compared to what other people are going through who are dealing with this. Um, but I'm trying to look at the silver lining, so to speak, and that is being able to see all of my kids like, you know, different milestones. You know, I have a 13 month old. I was able to see her first steps. I was able to see when she climbed the steps for the first time. And, you know, I've enjoyed that. Those are the things that customarily I may not have witnessed because I'm always so busy ripping and running. So I am definitely enjoying being able to see those things with my children. Yeah, that's so great. You know, you bring up something so important and it's, it's, you know, kind of, where I wonder how much this has changed you or do you think it will change you because you're so accomplished and you know you're I'm assuming very type a and you're you know you're Mm -hmm. everything to everyone and you're running around Mm -hmm. like crazy and doing all this stuff and you've entered this you know housewives world Mm -hmm. I wonder um has your perspective on life changed during COVID Mm. and, and are you going to do things differently moving forward? Mm. My perspective on life has changed. It has just made me really appreciate the little things. And interestingly enough, not to take this too seriously, but my perspective on life has changed since housewives because it's a different platform. And with a lot of eyes on you comes a lot of scrutiny. Mm -hmm. And even though we are only on episode five, it just makes me appreciate those people who love on me and is allowing me to really take time, even though I'm in my thirties to say, Wendy, who are you? Because what people don't understand is that when you are in this position, when you are in a position that everyone in a sense knows you, they start telling you who you are. And if you don't know who you are, it's easy for you to believe what they say about you. And so, and I know you can, and and I know you can attest to this that you've been in this longer than me. Like (laughs) I've known you for years. I've known your name and I'm, I came into this, like I'm a political commentator. I got this. This is a different platform. Yeah. It's a different level of visibility. And so it has taken me now in my mid thirties to say, who am I? Because I need to get that right because the world is telling me who I am. Wow, wow, 
Wow. <laughs> Wait, you just blew my mind. You know, we were talking about this with um, Erica Nardini. She was on our show the mm. other day. And um, and she was giving advice kind of in a similar vein um, where I was asking her, how do you handle extreme criticism in the public eye? Mm. And um, and she said, at some point, you have to know who you are and the people that love you are going to yes. be there no matter what. And you can't listen to all that noise. But it's so interesting Mm. to say, you know, kind of before I kind of step out into this arena, I need to be solid with who I am. So -hmm. they don't tell me who I am. I that is amazing. Mm. Everybody needs to hear that. I need to hear that because I think that's why they can pierce through your armor a little bit, mm, yes. right? Because if yes. you're unsure, you haven't checked in and really thought yes. about it. Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And in wow. this industry, in the entertainment industry, you also have so many people telling you what you should be. And it's really important that before you get to this point you have to know who you are because the journey can easily shape you to become who you really are not yeah and I I tip my hat I just posted this on my social media a few days ago you know bless his soul Chadwick Boseman um you know the passing of the Black Panther and I was looking at some of his old videos and he was talking about how some roles in Hollywood he denied them because he didn't feel like they were for him. And he felt like if he took them, they will start shaping him to be something he's not. And I said, that's it. And his takeaway was, don't let the journey shape you, let you shape your journey. And I said, that's it. That's what I've been going through. I'm on episode five and I'm hearing all this noise. I'm like, wait, is that true? Is that, is that? And I'm like, no, no, know who you are. Okay. So I'm I'm so blown away by this because I think we all need to hear this because it's it's such a critical time, right? And whether mm-hmm. you're in the public eye in the way you and I are or the way, you know, um a nurses or whatever, like everyone's everyone's kind of in that place in their life where they have to know who they are so that this stuff doesn't affect them, right? Like us in yes. the industry, you know, you have executives who are telling you, be more like this or do this yes. or don't do that. And then you're like, you're always on shaky ground. That's why, like, if you don't have a good kind of confidence level and you don't mm-hmm. know somewhat of who you are, you're mm-hmm. right. That's how mm-hmm. people kind of get lost. Oh, my Lord. Absolutely. You just blew Absolutely. my mind. Absolutely. And I'm glad that I have figured it out this early in the game because I could have easily drowned. And I think, you know, this is to tie in when we were talking about COVID, you know, COVID has put the world on pause. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for me being on pause, I don't think I would be able to be this reflective because I'm ripping and running. I'm running to a meeting. I'm giving, you know, a speech somewhere. I'm flying out somewhere. So I'm not really, you know, I'm preparing for these different engagements, but here I can just sit yeah. And think and reflect. And I'm glad I have the ability to do that. Wow. Game changing. <laughs> it's really game changing because 
you know, it's scary. Like I, one of the hardest things that I have to deal with is when that kind of criticism does come in. Like it mm. hurts my heart that somebody would think I was whatever they say. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm going to do some work myself and I'm just going to like, <laughs> I'm just going to like solidify the ground a little bit and then maybe it mm. will, not maybe, I know it will help. Um mm it will help in those situations. That's pretty badass. So now how are you handling the the slings and arrows of the Real Housewives? Because <laughs> you got into a situation um, mm-hmm. with, uh, was it Ashley? Am I yeah. crazy? And so Ashley just put out on her stories, I noticed that um, she appreciated that you regretted you know, your reaction on the show, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then went on to say how she would never, ever, ever do something like this. Mm -hmm. And it feels like she's begging for an apology, not begging for an apology or expecting Mm -hmm. an apology. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because spoiler alert, um, you guys are going to see an apology, right? Um, But (laughs) it's going to happen. Uh, But, you know, I think it's interesting because there are people who have the viewpoint that what I said was harsh and it was, I thought, you know, I even said that myself. I said, you know, my, my delivery was wrong. Absolutely. Um, but it doesn't negate how I feel as, as we started the show, you know, you heard my 13 month old crying Mm -hmm. motherhood, whether you have three kids or one, it's the same. It pulls at your heartstrings the same. I have a newborn. She had a newborn. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I feel as though people think of mom shaming, but they look at it from a myopic lens, meaning it's mom shaming to tell a mom what to do, but it's also for me, mom shaming to tell a mom how to feel, Mm. meaning you shouldn't feel that way. That's your third baby. It's different. That's her first. Mm. No, I go through the same thing as every other mom that has a 13 month old. It's not like if it's your third baby, it's like, oh no, now's your third, they don't cry. Or now's your third, you don't get, you know, you get more sleep. It's the exact same thing. And so I I understand where she's coming from. And I do, you know, render her an apology. Mm. But in the same token, I don't think it should be Wendy was wrong. So now we should bash her. No, it's Wendy was wrong. Let her be able to see that she's wrong. Because at the time, if you watch the episode, everyone was forcing me to give an apology. That's not authentic. It should mm-hmm. come from a place where I mean it. I'm not just going to give you one because everyone is forcing me to. My word is my bond. If I say I'm sorry, if I say I shouldn't have done that, it's going to come from an honest place. So um, I'm excited for the viewers to see how, how it evolves in the next episode. Uh, but again, you know, I... I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I do feel like my delivery was wrong. I'm, I'm woman enough to say that. But my my feelings are still valid till today. Yeah. That's how I feel. You know, it is interesting because I don't have kids, but I have mm. heard that you know, the first one is so different than the second one. Like by the second mm-hmm. one, it's kind of old hat. You're not as paranoid about everything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I can see both sides. I can see where they would say that and assume that it was okay mm-hmm. to say that because it's something mm-hmm. that a lot of people say, I feel like. Um, yeah. And then I can see from your side, from what I know, like you had worked so hard to really make it so that you could have this time and so it's it's so challenging but also on a show like this the drama is what they want so how are you going to navigate that as it seems to me i don't know you but it seems to me like you're somebody who doesn't want drama so but you you've inserted yourself into the most dramatic world I, I, I was having this conversation yesterday and I said, what, what was I thinking? Like, <laughs> I am, I am, I am, I don't do drama. Like, I don't, like, I'm not a drama person only because I, I'm, I'm a passionate person. So anytime that I'm involved with something, I put my whole being into it. That's, and as I'm talking through it, that's probably why I reacted the way I did. I don't do passive aggressive. Like if I'm going to engage you, I will engage you fully because that's just who I am. And it's just so interesting because, you know, I have like my mom or my husband or my sister and they're watching the episode and they're like, but that's not you. You know, like that's, yeah. that's not you. And it's not me. It's not, it's not me. And um, yeah, but here I am. <laughs> I know. Well, it's funny because I've interviewed so many housewives over, over time. And Dorinda has been on my show many oh, I times. Love her. I love Dorinda. <clears throat> and I always ask them, I'm like, could I survive? And they're always like, mm. nope, <laughs> we would eat you alive. And I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> You have to be a tough cookie. You have to be, and I mean, you are a tough cookie, but you have to, I feel like you're one of those people that you'll probably like just disengage. Like, you know what? No, mm. you know, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And you have to like stay there and stay in the moment. And like, you know, whatever is coming at you, you receive it and you have to decide, are you going to receive it and stay there? Or are you going to give it back? And so, you know, it's, it's a moment for me that it's a learning moment mm-hmm. for me. Um, and it's something that I'm like, I don't, I didn't, I, I don't like that. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. Do at you all. feel a pressure as the first kind of doctorate holder on this brand to hold yourself to some other kind of standard? That's interesting. Um, I feel as though for me, there's a standard that I hold myself to just because of who I am and what I am. And that has nothing to do with my education level, but that has everything to do with the respect I have for myself and the respect I have for others. Mm -hmm. So a part of me does feel as though coming into this, people are like, even in the comments, the first thing they say is, this is not becoming of a doctor or a PhD holder. And it is that level of pressure that a lot of us in our field often feel on a daily basis where we cannot let 
our hair down and we cannot make mistakes because people see you as not human almost like mm-hmm. as if 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 you really look at this at at the most simplest level this is a girlfriend's dinner and i got into an argument with my girlfriend that happens whether you're a doctor or a lawyer you get into arguments with your friends it's yeah. it, it happens you're um, human. but the cameras are there and so yes you know i do have a phd yes you know i'm you know i have you know these degrees but um I'm human and I want people to remember that. And that's just who I am. I'm human. Yeah. What, um, what was your reasoning for doing this show? Great question. Um, I do believe that you only live once, right? I'm a big daredevil. Like I am that person that if I get an email that a plane ticket is on sale to Australia, but you have to leave tomorrow, I'm going to buy that plane ticket. Um, so I felt like, you know, you only live once. I don't want to be 90 looking back on this and saying, what if? Mm-hmm. And also I'm big on my my family. I consider them my counsel. And I said, what do you guys think of this? And they all said, yes. And that's a rarity for me. Interesting. They all said, yes. They all said, why not? You know, um, why not? And so I said, okay, I, I will do this. But again, I didn't know what it entailed because I didn't even watch this franchise until I started, until I, until Wait. I, I, no, I didn't, no. you never seen any of them? No, I've seen old school. Like I'm a friend of old school Jersey. Oh my God, I I've loved seen, Jersey. Yes, oh my God. I used to watch Jersey. Teresa, iconic. <laughs> um, like New York, I don't want to say old school New York, but the Bethany era of New York, mm-hmm. you know? So I've seen that, but like this particular franchise, I've never watched it until I got cast on the show. And I was like, let me binge watch season four and let me get up to speed on who these women are. Um, so I did it because I was like, you know, you only live once and um, I'm big on civic engagement and I thought this is an amazing platform to get people engaged mm-hmm. it's an election year um this season you guys are going to see me get the ladies out around some voter rights initiative so stuff like that is what I had in mind but I didn't think of the other side yeah yeah like you're thinking of the you you can bring to the table that will help you know kind of the greater good like I've yes. got all this stuff that you know could be cool um uh, that's so funny so yeah so I wonder how do you feel like you're fitting in and who is mm-hmm. your like closest friend at this point? That's interesting. Um, I actually have a pretty good relationship with most of the ladies, you know, um, Candace, Giselle, Robin, um, you know, I was starting to get to know Monique and um, even Ashley, like this is our only I'm starting to get to know Ashley. This was our only like tension the whole season was this. So it's it's been an interesting ride. I look forward to getting to know them a little bit better. But it's it's fun. It's fun. It's it's been fun. You know, you have to take the good with the bad. Right now, I'm I'm dealing with the bad with this incident. But once we get over this hump, then it gets better. <laughs> yeah. So when did you guys actually film this season? We filmed last year. So it's funny because as you guys are watching it, it actually goes lockstep with where we are right now. Meaning if you guys, you know, sometimes you watch Housewives in the summertime and then they're preparing for a Christmas vacation. And you're like, what's going on? This is not going to be like that. This is actually, we started filming in September 
of 2019. So we are lockstep with the weather changes, the outfits are going to be appropriate when you look out your window. Um, So we are writing in key. So now, are you guys going to film again? Are you filming now? Well, we're not filming now. Um, unfortunately, with everything around, you know, COVID-19, production scheduling has shifted for all of the franchises. Um, so we're just waiting to get the word on when we can go ahead and start f- filming season six. Wow. If they called you right now and said, hey, we're f- starting filming next week, would you feel safe? As it relates to COVID-19, would I feel safe? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would want to know what health precautions they have in place, meaning are we all going to get tested? How periodic will the testing be going forward? So I would have lots of questions. Yeah. What <laughs> yeah. a crazy time we're living in. It is I know. so bananas. <laughs> right? Like Super I, crazy. I And I wonder, you know, at some point, are we going to have a lack of television? Because television makes my world know. go round. <laughs> I know, I know. It's good. I feel like, you know, I, I saw someone put up a post like three months ago. They said, I finished watching Netflix today. Like usually people say I finished watching a show today. They're like, no, I, everything on Netflix, I have watched it. Like what is next? Oh, wow. Like, yeah. That's somebody who really has a lot of time on their hands. If you've seen everything Netflix mm-hmm. has. Wow, that's pretty bananas. Um. So, okay. So we talked a little bit about, you know, fitting in the season's over do you keep in touch with anybody yeah so i i have talked to all of the ladies post rap except for ashley um so since the season has ended i have spoken either via phone or via text to each of the ladies yeah that's cool um and then Earlier in the summer, you had spoken out about how you felt bullied by the way Karen. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Um, Was treating you online. Where do you stand with Karen now? You know, it's a work in progress. I think right now she's enjoying um, the fanfare and the attention she's getting from the whole um, the whole notion of saying she she doesn't know me, which is fine. We don't know each other, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and I'm OK with that. And so I'm moving forward. I don't, you know, address her. I don't feel the need to. Um, she has reached out to me several times to um, hang out with her off camera. I'm not interested in doing that um, because I, I I believe in authenticity. 
You know, mm-hmm. I believe in um, not putting on a persona for the fans. So if your persona for the fans is to be dismissive or to be rude to me, but then in real life, you want to be my friend and you want to get to know me. Um, I'm not, I'm, I want no parts of that. At all. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I just wonder how, um, how challenging kind of living in this system is because like I said, the drama is what, you know, the execs want, the fans want. And I wonder how much pressure you feel to, you know, when you said you can either like receive it and hold your Mm -hmm. place or you can engage, like how much pressure are you feeling that you may need to engage more than you normally would so that you can kind of, because if you just keep disengaging, they're going to be like, okay, she's boring. Right? right? Maybe. Right. That could be the fear. Right. So yeah. how how will you navigate that? Or how did you? That's an interesting question. I think that this goes back to, you know, the original statement of just knowing yourself, right? Yeah. Like, there are people who get on this platform and they put on a persona because they want to cater to the needs of the viewers. Yeah. And, you know, I think for me, I will know when it's time for me to walk away when I am pushed to do more than is authentic to me. Mm -hmm. So I just want to continue to be true to myself. I want to make sure that whatever I put out there is something that when my kids grow up, they can say, look at mommy. Um, So it's not about putting on airs at all. You know, if there is an issue and I want to confront it with one of, you know, the ladies in the group, then of course I will do that. But if I ever feel that I need to be pushed to do more, to engage more, and it's something that I'm not comfortable with or is outside of who I am, then I I would not want to be a part of that. I love that. Um, Who do you think is the villain this season? Ooh, who's the villain this season? That's an interesting question. And I would usually have an answer, a clear-cut answer for that. The reason I don't is because there is a big confrontation that they have been teasing this season that happens between two of our castmates. And people are viewing it and saying that one person is a villain and other people are viewing it and saying that the other person is the villain. Mm -hmm. So... I want, and I will give my opinion once they air the episode of that confrontation, because I think that there is this notion that it has to be one person, but I've always said, you know, the whole situation was completely unfortunate. I don't think it's about putting blame on one individual. I think it's about us looking at the situation saying what was the appropriate behavior and what behavior was wrong in this situation. So I don't want to villainize it. Um, I do just think it's about right or wrong. Got it. Okay. Um, I have to ask you, you know, um, as someone who's both a political commentator and someone who's passionate about representation in the media, you know, earlier this year, there was a mix up um, between the representatives, Elijah Cummings and John Lewis. What yes. what were your thoughts on that? You know, um, I thought it was unfortunate. 
Um, I thought it was unfortunate, definitely. Um, Elijah Cummings is someone who I have said several times is someone who I viewed as a mentor. Mm-hmm. I sat on his you board. You worked with him. Um, so, you know, and John Lewis, of course, is an icon. They're both icons in their own right. But this is something that often happens with people of color. We see recently, I think it was um, Kevin Hart. They use his picture instead of Usain Bolt when they were saying that Usain Bolt had COVID-19. Kevin Hart is like five foot one. Usain Bolt is like six foot two. They look completely different. They're not even in the same industry. One's an athlete, one is a, you know, actor. Um, But I just think that people in media rooms have to do a better job of not only being diverse, but also inclusive. Mm -hmm. Because the question always becomes, who were the voices in the room putting together this story? Because at least if you had someone of color, um, they would be able to say, no, that's, that's, those are two different people. So I just think it really underscores the importance of diversity in media and in all industries, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, I had heard something about the Kevin Hart thing was some algorithm issue. I mean, that was probably mm. like such a great excuse, but um, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like Google has some weird algorithm. I'm like, that's a new one. That was that uh, is a new one. <laughs> um, I also wanted to ask you, there's a, a photo that's trending or has been trending of Adele. And uh. a lot of people are talking about it being cultural appropriation. And you know, she's wearing the Jamaican um, flag mm-hmm. on her bikini and she's got the knots. What do you think about cultural appropriation and, and that photo specifically too? Yeah, I think I think cultural appropriation is something that does exist. Um, as far as the picture with Adele, I have not seen, I've heard of it. I have not seen the picture though. Um, but from what I have heard, it was, wasn't she at, at like a Caribbean festival mm-hmm. or something like that? Okay. So I, so to me, when I heard of that and I heard that she had on the Jamaican flag, I said to myself, well, maybe that's just her wearing that. And I say that because I grew up in New York and there's um, a Labor Day parade that they do every year in New York. And everyone, whether you are from the West Indies or not, you pick a flag and you wear it. So I've been, I've worn a Trinidadian flag. I'm not from Trinidad, I'm Nigerian. So that's how I received it. I have not seen her hair. That may sway me a whole different direction. Um, But I do believe that cultural appropriation is something that does exist and people have to be mindful of it. Um, You do not want you do you never want to wear clothes that are customary to one culture as a form of a costume. That's my definition. If this if this clothing, if this garb, if this attire, if this hairstyle is something that means something to a certain culture, then it should not be adorned as a costume because that is offensive to anyone. And I and I say that as someone who is Nigerian and we have our own garb mm-hmm. and we have our own traditional wear. Those things mean something. And so you just have to be mindful of who you could be disrespecting by doing that. So how do you know to distinguish between being a fan of that culture Mm -hmm. um, and wanting to pay respect and then, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, misusing it? Mm -hmm. Where where is the line? Like, how do we understand that better? Yeah, I think I think, you know, there are scholars in this field who do a really good job of delineating between cultural representation and paying homage. Those are two different things. But I would say that the number one sign, if it is, you know, cultural, you know, just you are offending the culture is if you do it on Halloween. 
Oh. Yeah. Please don't. Do- like, if you wear it on Halloween, it's not paying homage. You're wearing it as a costume. Got it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do that. They they may dress up in certain clothes or attire, and it's like that's offensive. My culture is not a costume. Yeah. And so that's just me being a lay person. That's me not having you know academic background and knowledge on you know what what the true. Um, standards are because there are standards but don't wear it as a costume on Halloween please don't do that I I feel like we're seeing it happen more though not because I've never even Halloween would be a different thing but like Kim Kardashian will wear her hair a certain way and they'll accuse her of cultural appropriation again what is the line between loving a hairdo and wanting to wear Mm -hmm. it and cultural appropriation yeah I mean I think for me, it's it's a thin line. It's a very thin line. And I am not one to police people because the line is so thin that it could be, I love your hairstyle and I want to wear the same hairstyle, right? Um, but I think you also have to be receptive to feedback. If people who are from that culture tell you it's offensive, I don't necessarily think it's your place to say, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. If I offended you, um, you are the person who's going to define whether or not you were offended. And so I think that people have to be open to having brave and honest conversations around it and not being defensive because it, 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 it cannot, we cannot move forward as a society if we're not listening to each other. So if I tell you and 300 other people tell you, hey, this is offensive to us. This is offensive to our culture. And you're like, no, I'm just paying homage. Well, you missed the point there. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's offensive. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, you are lovely. No, you're so sweet. I'm so glad we got the chance to chat. Oh, um, you. And, you know, you're doing so many amazing things um, in your community Um you know, I know a lot of the programs that you're working on implementing are empowering communities. Mm-hmm. Um, can you just describe quickly what that means to our audience and and where people can kind of join the cause if they can help? Yeah, sure. So for me, I think I'm really passionate about everyone feeling as though they are a member of this great country, right? Um, I'm a mom first. And for me, anything I do, I want to make sure that my my children are able to live free and live carefree as they should. And so, you know, one of my biggest projects is the 1954 Equity Project, which is named after the 1954 Supreme Court decision of Brown versus the Board of Education, which one of the rulings wrote, separate can never be equal. And we have to remember that anything mm-hmm. that is seen as separate, where some people are afforded an opportunity or some people reap the benefits of one thing is never going to be fair. There's no equity in that. There's no equality in that. So, you know, I just really want people to make sure that they're doing their part. And if you are not privy to what is going on in this country, feel free to join organizations or sign up to be a mentor or sign up for, you know, different courses that can just really help you think about issues going on in our nation. Because if I can be quite honest, this is not for 
me or you, Maria. Like this, this is not for us. This is for the generations after us. Mm-hmm. We've done our part. We've lived in this world and we could start to get the ball rolling, but the change will not happen unless we start to get the ball rolling. Yeah. So I do this for my children. I won't reap the benefits, but I pray that they will and their children will. Yeah. That's my goal. I think about that as we're in the process of you know, figuring out our surrogate situation and all of that. I think about Aww. what world do I want my kids who are mm. hopefully going to come to live in? Yeah. And it's certainly not the one that's existing right now. It needs a lot of no. work. <laughs> no, yeah. we have to do better. We have to do better. That's yep. incumbent upon all of us to do better. Absolutely. Well, thank you. You're welcome you. here anytime, by the way. I want you to know Yay. if you ever need a platform, um, we're always here for you. And um, of course, you guys can watch The Real Housewives of Potom- Potomac. I have such a hard time saying Potomac. It's um, a nutty word. <laughs> airing Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. on Bravo. And for more on Wendy's incredible ventures and the 1954 Equity Project that she just mentioned, you can head over to wendyosefo.com. We'll put the link of that in the summary of this show. Uh, Wendy, thank you so much. And uh, oh, thank you. And just have a great day and go feed that baby. I know, right? Thank you so much. Take care. <laughs> Take care. All right. She's awesome. Yeah, she was great. I love her. Mm-hmm. And that major aha moment. It's like you have to know who you are so that they can't tell you who mm-hmm. you are. What was it? I wrote it down. Don't let the journey shape you, let you shape the journey. I love. Love, I did love, too. love. Yeah, I did too. She what an awesome. important voice in like addition to the franchise, the Housewives franchise too. Yeah. It's funny. I have become a bigger Bravo fan in quarantine, uh, partly from doing this show as I'm doing quote research to get these, get to know these guests better. <laughs> I get sucked in the vortex. So I, uh, I'm a Wendy fan. I loved yeah. her last episode. And Same. after today, I'm even more of a fan. I love it. Same. Well, thank you guys for joining as always. If you liked today's episode, check out episode number 70 with Kyle Richards, who showed us a vulnerable and honest look at her experience in the pandemic. Tomorrow, we're featuring a rising star in the spiritual community. Saw DeSimone is going to provide tools for untangling toxic relationships in your life. And his amazing personality will surely brighten your day. Um, you can follow us at Maria Menunos, at Wendy Osefo, at Jeffrey Crane Graham, at Kels Meyer too. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.